Calavici fashion cars. <laughs> I'm Claire. Joining me are my two little, my two little gays. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Look, I'm officially a queer. You can join my club. Thanks. Can help me write up my queer agenda that we all have. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what you've uh, got time for. Oh yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm writing up the my, my gay agenda. <laughs> <laughs> what I do every day. Yeah, sacrifice some babies, you know, and all that. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, uh, we have a special guest. It's the man, the legend, oh. the Matt, one of many Matts. Is Matt A. Hi. I didn't realize I was so in- famous slash infamous. Yeah. You're such a legend, even though there's multiple. I mean, there's just so many Matts, but you know, uh, you're one of them. I'm one of two. Hey, hey listeners, it's, it's, it's Matt. It's it's not Matt Murdock. It's nope. not Matt, Matt Dillon, the actor. <laughs> that is, is that an actor? Yeah. It's yeah. not. Who's another famous <laughs> Matt? I don't know. Who's another famous Matt? It's not Matt um, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, thank God. It's, it's Matthew. Uncle, not Uncle Traveling Matt. Not Uncle Tra- <laughs> Definitely not Uncle Traveling Matt, although he does travel sometimes. Uh, yeah, it's not. That's um, okay. It's. Ah! Uh, oh, oh, shut your mouth! <laughs> it's Gobo's uncle from the Fraggles. <laughs> uh, it's not Matt. Um, uh, it's oh, not okay. the Matt. We can move on. Yeah. It's not the Matt on the floor <laughs> in my hall. Inside my front oh. door. It's Matt A, everyone. <laughs> Hooray. Nice. All right. Well, Thanks. <laughs> with that welcome, I mean, how can we move on? But we will. It is uh, time for 60-second summary. No. Go back to the other thing. <laughs> my yeah. voice is sore from that yeah, intro. Yeah. I have to step Let's go out. back to talking about the different mats. <laughs> <laughs> now, has Sam Beckett ever leapt into a mat? Let's discuss that. Um <laughs> All right, all of our names are on a wheel, uh, and I am going to spin it now. Spin, 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 spin. Matt. Yay! Now, listeners, I just want to say that this is Matt A who's going to do it, okay? It's not Uncle Charlie. Uh, Matt, please take a moment, collect your thoughts, write a postcard to your nephew Gobo. Um, yep. Think about what happened in this episode, what people were wearing, uh, what the silly creatures were doing, uh, what uh, what horrific things Al said. Um, how the too many to name. Were the kind of the worst. Um, whatever you need to discuss this de- in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under. Because uh, then you would be a gross Navy college chump, which is the worst kind. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll be going in three, two, one, go. All right, it's uh, 1964, and it's at a Naval college, and Sam is in in the well. He's leapt into the life of Tommy something. I don't know. He's gonna be like valedictorian of his class. He's he's also super good at running, and the big meet's coming up. Um, but his buddies are harassing a former uh, student of, of theirs who um, turns out is one of those queers and uh, they're gonna go beat him up because it's just, it's not natural. So they, they, they beat him up and uh, Sam defends his friend 
And then, well, you must be one of those queers too. So we're going to beat you up. So they do. Uh, and then there's like, well, it's all about uh, sexuality and the military. And, and uh, won't you be distracted in combat if there's like guys like sucking cock next to you? And, and Al is like, yeah, totally. I would be like, you can't do that. Like, I'm okay with gay people, but not if they're in uh, the military. And Sam is, of course, morally superior because he's right about everything, even though he doesn't really have the life experience to be that way. Uh, oh, that's too cynical. So he, uh, <laughs> I don't know, saves the guy from killing himself. The end. One minute, 17 seconds. Ah, oh. too much editorializing. You had a lot of thoughts. A lot of thoughts. That's I have a lot of thoughts about this episode. Listen, put him in a postcard, send him to your nephew Gobo. Yeah, send him to Gobo. <laughs> All right. I'm Guys, can I just say, I'm why? sorry. No, uh, go, Gobo, Gobo fun fact about my life. I used to have a cuddly toy of Gobo and he had his little jacket and in his pocket, he came with a little accessory of a postcard and it was addressed to Uncle Traveling Matt. Nice. It was Aww. so cute. Adorable. Yeah. Uncle Traveling Matt Essendorf. So, Claire, I mean, you've been telling us all of the uh, Gobo fun facts, but do you have any um, fun facts for this episode of Quantum Leap? Thank you for asking, Tammy. It's, it's uh, quite a coincidence, because yes, I do. I'm currently on Al's Place, a uh, Quantum Leap uh, fan page, and there are indeed <laughs> some fun facts on here. Um, the Sam and Al fun facts are not really fun this week. The Sam one is that he remembered leaping into Vietnam, and the Al one is that he was in charge of tapping the kegs at the party after graduation from, from Annapolis. Uh, miscellaneous trivia... Uh, the chain stands for Cadets Honouring an Ideal Navy. I don't know if that was a real thing. Sounds like it probably was. Um, the Stonewall Rebellion, which started the gay liberation movement, took place on June 27, 1969, five years after Sam's leap into Tommy York's life in 1964. Uh, this one's a bit gross. In the garden scene, after Karen walks away and Al makes a comment about her, we hear Sam say, come on, Al, she's probably all of 17. However, yeah. if you read Scott Bakula's lips, though, you'll see that originally he said, come on, Al, she's probably all of 15. No! No! Well, no. Al, you're worse than I thought. And you're I, a great thought was pretty bad. Uh, The episode was originally slated to feature Sam's Leapy as a teenager in high school. But due to advertisers threatening to pull sponsorship, NBC basically forced Don Belisario to change the script to reflect a college-age character instead. Um, that's probably about it. I don't know if there is any other fun facts. Although, wait, 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 wait. go so back to that. Weird. Yeah, so it was supposed to be like about high school kids? Yeah. That's and, weird. And that is controversial somehow? Yeah, I guess. Well, um, I guess for advertisers. Um, I do like the personal review though, because um, can I read a little bit of it? Sure. Uh, so it says, this episode has special meaning for me in a few ways. And the first and most important was George. George was my only brother. He was intelligent as a college senior. He used to substitute for the physics professor on occasion for extra credit. He was a trained ballet dancer, had a gorgeous tenor voice and also taught himself to play piano and guitar. George also had big booming also had a big booming infectious laugh that filled a room when something amused him and his ambition was to be an entertainer. He also joined the Navy right out of high school and George was gay. George's sexual preference didn't change the core person he was, didn't change the core values he learned growing up, not for a split nanosecond, did it ever colour my view of him or lessen by wit my love for him. 
And when he called me in late 1992 to tell me that he just learned he was HIV positive, not even then did it shake or alter how I felt about my brother. Sadly, my beloved brother died of AIDS-related cancer in March 1994. The whole point of this review is that we each have many uh, and varied facets that combine to make each of us the unique individual we are. Pigeonholing someone for a single aspect of their life that you don't agree with may, as you... with you don't agree with uh, may as you discover after the fact makes you the poorer of the two in the long run for me sam's response to al says it all does it matter i just thought that was a really nice review I like that. Yeah. yeah yeah that was by it was one of the regular reviewers let me just check it was by ella east aka shirdran so i wanted to read that who's the sponsor uh, of the episode or the whatever the term uh, is? that is that's the yeah. uh, that episode that was adopted by ella east aka oh. shirdran yeah, but they, they, that person's definitely done episodes before. Love, it's not I our old friend Mike Kraken. Episodes. Yeah, our old friend Mike Kraken. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, it wasn't Mike Kraken this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He's off being a Kraken in the ocean. <laughs> Beating up yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow. I don't know. I feel like it would have played oddly if it was a high school age thing. Like, it made more sense to me that they were in college. I don't know. Well, I don't know how they would have had Al be as gross as he is in this episode and have his big well i don't know so they kept the part of the script where they're like for the big track meet right that's like straight out of high school i guess yeah yeah that that part i was yeah, like that was why weird. is this track meet so fucking important yeah. <laughs> at the navy college yeah well it's because they recycled the script yeah yeah yeah, it was just a weird mashup that they used for this. Because it's kind of like, hey, if you do well in this track meet, you might get a scholarship. Okay, well, I'm training to be in the Navy, actually. Like, it's very strange. Yeah. I mean, um, and also they're about to, like, he's a valedictorian, so they're about to graduate. So why, who the fuck cares about this track meet? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, hopefully not Tommy, because he's going to leap in, about to run, and be like... Oh, oh, where am I? Oh, oh shit, I'm meant to be running. Oh, okay. Oh no, well, I lost. He'll be like Sam at the beginning of the episode where he'll just exactly. fall over. <laughs> um, all right, Brad, what happened on this day of the week? Oh, guys, so many things are happening this day. Um, it is uh, Thursday, the 11th of June, 1964. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. Um, in the theaters, you could have seen uh, uh, Viva Las Vegas, our Zulu. Are Robinson Crusoe on Mars? What is that? And does he meet Santa Claus and they conquer the Martians together? I don't know, but that sounds like a real, real goofy movie. <laughs> um, Adam West is in it. Whoa! Wow! That's, I want to see this. I know. I'm, I'm fascinated about this movie. Um, hold on. I got. I just got to do a quick little, quick little bit of research on this. Um. Adam West is Colonel uh, Dan McCready. Uh, okay, so it's not actually Robinson Crusoe. That sucks. Um, well, uh, it's just some people going to space. Yeah, whatever. Fine. Also, guys, um, it is the birthday of Jean Alessi, everyone's favorite Italian French race car driver. Hooray! No, my favorite race car driver was the other guy from the other podcast that you oh. mentioned. Oh. Well, hmm. um, also, uh, it's the birthday of Kim Gallagher, the uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, 800-mile dash runner from the 84 Olympics. Wait, 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 800 miles, did you say? 800 meter. <laughs> you said 800 miles. I was like, wow. 
Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. impressive. So, so, so it was a long run. Um, also on this date, uh, the Chicago police broke up uh, the Rolling Stones press conference. That's all the detail Ooh. it gives. Um, and uh, West Germany was seeking talks with Czech- Czechoslovakia. So mm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but the most important question, what was Ringo Starr doing? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Claire. Uh, because on this date, Queen Elizabeth <gasps> ordered the Beatles to her birthday party. Wow! <laughs> so uh, that murder was shaking hands with that corgi-loving bitch, the Queen. So basically, <laughs> that was when the Queen said, Hey, Ringo Starr, in, uh, in a few decades, I've got a job for you. I need you to take out my, uh, my daughter-in-law, Princess Diana. And that's what Ringo Starr did. In Paris, in a car. <laughs> wow. Also, yeah, uh, uh, John Lennon's book, uh, John Lennon um, in his own word. What? In his it's own. Happening his, back there. <laughs> John Lennon yeah, in I, his own right uh, um, came out. Oh. So. I know. I know that book. Yeah, that's what's happening. Friday. What um, is, if that sounds like someone laughing maniacally in the background. It's creeping I, me out. I live in hell. Yeah. Yeah. Kill me. The joke. You're sharing a house with the Joker. Put a bullet in my skull. Put a fucking bullet <laughs> in my skull. He wishes he was living with the Joker. I, I wish. It would be so much cleaner. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, are we ready to get into this episode then? Sure. Let's leap into this Let's episode. Leap. Let's leap in. Uh, Alright, so we start off... Oh, yeah, Matt doesn't oh. have any fun facts. That's true. <gasps> oh, Matt! Oh, aggressively. No, actually, I do have fun facts. Go now, guys, Matt A is going to give us some fun facts. That's Matt A, not Uncle Traveling Matt, <laughs> not Matt Murdock. So, uh, I've always tried to find, like, what's on television on the day of the leap, except that, once again, we're in the in summer, and there's nothing new in the summer. And then I found a really cool article about uh, the pilot situation they had back in in the 60s. Oh, nice. Um, the networks, uh, just like today, would order more pilots than they would air. But by 1951, there was about $10 million worth of unsold pilots just like floating around. And in December of 1964, it was reported that only 10 to 20% of the pilots, which could cost about $500,000 to produce, would be sold to a network. So one guy was like, hey, I got an idea what we could do with these pilots. We could just air them during the summer as part of like a, a showcase. So that's what they did. They, they had uh, ABC had Vacation Playhouse, which aired every summer. And they also had Summer Playhouse. So ABC was burning out some pilots. And I've got some names and descriptions of pilots that if you were a character uh, in this episode of Quantum Leap, you could watch one of these this summer. You know, if you were not too busy beating up gay people. Uh, no, that was one of those sugar time because no, it's not sugar time. Is it when's that? Is that nineteen sixty four? I wish they did this. I wish they did this nowadays. Like they just showed all yeah. the pilots for stuff that didn't get picked up. Yeah. That would be hilarious. That Wonder yeah. Woman show. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see that Wonder Woman show. Uh, so pilots that aired in uh, in the summer of nineteen sixty four. You could watch Hey Teacher, starring Dwayne Hickman as an elementary school teacher. Whose first day on the job involves a snake on the loose. Look out! Oh, it's a snake on the loose. Wait, hey, watch Hey, <laughs> Starring Herschel Bernardi as a movie mogul fighting with his stars. Oh. Actually, sounds like it's a promising premise there. Dwayne yeah. Hickman from Dobie Gillis? 
Uh, yeah, sure. there's no other Dwayne Hickman. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, it's the other one. Um, he was playing a teacher. He played a teacher in Hey Teacher. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Hey Teacher. Uh, for for the you know one episode, <clears throat> they didn't move forward with that. Um, Papa Gi Dan Daly. It's an army sergeant in Korea who has his hands full with two orphans who want him to adopt them. Okay. Like, but he like never Kelly's does. Kids. He just yep. hangs it over their head for the entire series. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll adopt you if you do this for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just need you to do this one more thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. One more thing that I can adopt you. One more. Oh, one more. <laughs> He's All Yours, starring Eve Arden as the manager of a travel agency in London, forced to work with the inept nephew of the owner. Oh, The Bean Show. With Orson Bean, the Beanbaggers comedy troupe, and the Serendipity Singers, and What's... a half hour of sketches, music, and more. Oh no. Oh, Beanbaggers, guys. Bad. This this was a lot of TV back then. Variety shows. Yeah. It must yeah. have been like, super cheap. Love is a Lion's Roar, with James Franciscus and Suzanne Plachette as a bachelor and a French dancer who wants to marry him. Sounds fascinating. The First Hundred Years, starring Nick Adams and Joyce Buffon, uh, Boulafont, as a young couple raising a baby and trying to finish college. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got The Freewheeler, starring Patricia Berry as a woman who finds herself in the middle of an international mess while her husband writes travel books. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that one's really tickled me. That sounds good. I actually tried to go to YouTube and see if I could like, find the pilot because I thought that'd be fun. Like, What kind of international mess does she... I don't know, murder the ambassador or something? Like, what happens? Do you know Do you know what pilot I want to see more than anything? But I don't actually think they ever... Sh- I th- they shot parts of it. They definitely shot promo um, shots. In the 70s, they made a, a, a pilot or started making a pilot for a Daredevil and Black Widow show. And Black Widow was played by David Bowie's ex-wife. Whoa. And I really wish I could see it. Mm. That's what Daredevil said, sorry. Blind joke. Uh, got three more here. Apartment in Rome with Susan Oliver and Alan Case as a married couple in Rome who have to keep their unconventional lifestyle a secret from a relative. Why is it unconventional? Unconventional? That what? Well, because they're not married. Like what? No, they are married. It says it right in the title in the what, description. What there. are they up to? Mm-hmm. Are they are they Swingers? are they like yeah? Have they got a dungeon? What's going on? Ah, uh, probably. Apartment House starring George Goebel as the overworked manager of an apartment building. And then we have the Jimmy Durante show with Jimmy Durante, Ed, ah. Eddie Hodges, and Audrey Christie, and the story about a man who wants his grandson to be an entertainer just like him. Mm. So which one of those would you watch in the summer of uh, 64? I want to know what the unconventional uh, yeah. life life is. I want to know that one. Definitely. I want to yeah. know what the international yeah. mess was. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see Dobie Gillis being a teacher. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Matt. Anything else, Matt? Any more fun facts? Nope, nope. Isn't that enough? That's enough. Um, Josie's fun fact was the Boston Tea Party uh, was really the first Pride Parade. So, there you go. So, as we're watching that, that's the commentary I'm hearing. Nice. (laughs) All right, you guys ready to get into this episode then? Sure. Ready to leap? All right, we've got Sam being... We just start off, it's a very short little uh, bit where it's like Sam being very confused. There's obviously a race going on. Like, yeah. I get that you're confused and you leap and you're like looking around, but 
it shouldn't take you that long once someone is running towards you with a baton saying, run, and you see other people running with batons next to them. He's just standing there, hands on hips, looking around like, oh, what a nice sunny day. (laughs) That's what I thought. I was like, oh, he's just taken in the atmosphere. (laughs) Um, And so he falls over and oboes us. So there's that. (laughs) And then that's the whole beginning. (laughs) And and then we get the uh, opening credits, which should be award winning, but are not. My first note was for Brad, and I all I wrote was shorts, shorts everywhere. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, and running shorts. So they're even shorter shorts. <laughs> no. And short shorts. Gross. 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 Um. So yeah, we come out of it. Uh, the coach is angry, <laughs> which I was like, isn't this just a practice? Like, why are you so angry? Fell <laughs> over. He's he's really Arlie Ermering all over the oh, place. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, really is. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he's yelling and he asks Sam to stay behind. So now that we know, like at the end of this episode, that he's gay, like does he just assume Tommy is gay too? Then I think. Oh, as soon, as soon as he was yelling at everyone, and maybe it's because I re- I remember this. You know, I'm remembering I'm it without knowing. But as soon as soon as he's like, "Hey, you okay?" I was like, "Oh yeah, the coach is gay." Uh, yeah, yeah, I knew I have never seen this episode before, but I knew the basic premise, which is why mm-hmm. I signed up for it because I, was, I always go for the episodes that have a potential to be problematic. Um, <laughs> and as soon as the coach was like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Oh, the coach is gay." <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just like, I don't understand this Tommy character yet. I don't know what's the why. Why does people care if he's okay or not? <laughs> because he's the star of the. Running and there's the big race, Tammy. Star of the running. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, what about the big the big race game? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. This meet that we we keep talking about. I just was like, can we drop it? This whole running thing already. Like, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Um, like you're trying to be sponsored murderers. Like, fuck off with this running yeah, nonsense. We- do you know that Tommy is you know the BMOC big man on campus? Do you know one place where running can't help you? When you're on a ship in the Navy. Where are you going to run to, huh? Where are you running? <laughs> the other end of the ship. <laughs> well, according to Professor Wiley Coyote, um, <laughs> if you run fast enough and don't look down, you should be okay to run on that water. Okay, cool. Um, So Sam is like... Because he didn't have to do all the extra exercises like these other guys did. He's like already dressed and ready to go, which is why I thought his friend's line was weird, which is like, hey, stop looking at yourself and get ready to go. And I'm thinking like, dude, you're like still half, like you're not even showered yet. What are you talking about? Also, why does Sam sigh wearily when he sees that he has short hair? What the hell? Yeah. He sort of like sees his short hair and goes, and I was like, so now you're shaming people who are fat and people who have short hair. What's going on, Sam? Yeah. He goes, oh, obviously I'm not a hippie this time or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, which I thought was like, I thought he was like going to be upset that he was in the military. Because, you know, Sam is like wishy-washy, but sometimes he likes military guys. Sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. Um, so I just thought like, oh, he's not happy because he's like going to be in the Navy or something. But, but then, then like the next yeah. line, he's like, is this is too good to be true. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, he's so, so excited. Weird. And weird. then it only gets better. We find out that he's going to be valedictorian. <laughs> and he's <laughs> dating the Admiral's daughter. <laughs> it's like, oh, 
this when this admiral's uh, uh, this is weird. <laughs> a lot of this is weird. Yeah. Yes. When the admiral tells him he's going to be the valedictorian and he whispers here, hey, and it's not just because you're dating my daughter. It's like, um, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> is it because I'm dating your daughter? Like, Yeah, happening? really. Also, I mean, I wasn't thinking it until you brought it up, but is it because I'm dating your daughter? Isn't it because of his GPA? I think that's how valedictorians work. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. My yeah. daughter's crazy about you. Ugh. <laughs> Why do you know so much about your daughter? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Is this Admiral Michael Krichkow? Maybe. Oh, is it Krichkow? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, I didn't even recognize him. What did we call him in X-Files? Mr. Eight? Mr. K? Uh, I think oh, yeah. Call him Mr. Right. Tiny Mouth, maybe. <laughs> no, that's Damien Lewis. Well, that is Damien <laughs> Lewis, but... <laughs> His teeny tiny little mouth. <laughs> How did he talk out of that teeny tiny mouth? You can only say teeny tiny words. <laughs> um, so all the guys are excited, which means that they throw him in the shower, because, yep. Yep. Yeah. I, oh, fuck that. It's like, like your his socks and shoes are wet now. Like, that's... Yeah. Well, now he's definitely not ready to go. Yeah. Oh, so does he just have, like, how many uniforms does he have, like, in a locker there? What's happening? Oh. Yeah. Um, so then Al shows up, and Al just has the same information Sam already knows. In fact, I think Sam already knows more information than Al does. Yeah. Um, and he's also got, like, a Dalek-looking necktie. Yeah, like a little thing. robot. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. And his, his suit is sort of like a pink, salmon, peachy one. Of, yeah. I yeah, like salmon, yeah, yeah, I like that the cuffs were paler. That was quite cool. Yeah, but no, because they're rolled up. Oh, are they? I thought yeah. they were, like, a actual different fabric. Oh... And then he's got like, yeah, I put his tie pin, looks like a little robot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I like this. Yeah, not blowing me away. I mean, it's just me. (laughs) Also, Also, can we talk about the fact that all this way through this episode, Al's like, oh, I mean, should you be doing that? I mean, should you be standing like that? People might think you're gay. Should you be drinking tea? Uh, should you be dressing so flamboyantly, Al? Yeah. <laughs> like, people might think that you're gay. <laughs> that's saying. that's exactly on, my note. Should yeah. you be like, on the same wavelength as another guy, Al? Right. <laughs> like, my, my note is, Al, your shirts are billowy. You wear loud prints. They're all sequined up. And you have a fashion podcast. Are you sure you're not gay? <laughs> I mean, really... If they introduced Harvey Firestein as Al's new uh, um, lover, I would not. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it'd be great. Um, also, when um, when Sam's like in the shower in his clothes, because these lunatics yeah. are the worst. Um, you can see that like like some of the costume is like it's like running. Like, oh really? It's like staining. Yeah. There's like a red like. Oh yeah. There's like a red thing on his like. Yeah. Uh... Which is weird, because I'm like, where would that even come from? <laughs> I think it's from that, from some of those, uh, um, uh, fucking uniform bullshits things. It's like, yeah, because it was yeah. near his pocket, though. I just didn't see anything. Like, I was trying to figure out what, it, which part of it it was was running, but I couldn't. Yeah, he's got out. some things in his pocket, you know. So, uh, he goes along with, I don't know, this douchebag guy. I can't remember this guy's name. I don't think I have it. Ronnie. Any notes. Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie. What? <laughs> What'd you call him? I just call him Little Douche. <laughs> little Douche. douche. He's his little traveler's brother, Little Douche. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> I looked up his actor in IMDb and his, uh, his pictures don't look like him. Mm. Conspiracy. 
<laughs> he's been replaced. Um, so Ronnie himself. thinks he's dropping him off to meet his girlfriend. Sam then, of course, thinks he's being dropped off to meet his girlfriend because he has no clue who he's being dropped off to meet. But really, he's meeting the other guy. His name. Philip. 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 Thank you. Yeah. I do have his name somewhere in my notes, but not until like oh. later. Also, the, before, when Al leaves, is this the first time we've seen the door to the imaging chamber appear and yeah, Al enter it's... it from behind? That was weird. It's very weird. Yeah, I was like, I can't work out the how this shot, the, you know, how this would work. Surely you'd be able to see Al, but I don't know. Yeah. It was very, it was strange. I think, I think it was, it was easier to do that than to get the blue screening. I think yeah. that's the issue. So like, yeah, uh, let's put a thing there. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think normally it would be uh, that same, but they would actually have to cut out around Al because yeah. that's probably the same process. But they're like, eh, let's, we don't have time. Just leave it. <laughs> They'll figure yeah, it out. That. <laughs> so, okay. So he's going to go meet who he thinks is his girlfriend, but really hands up meeting Philip. And yeah. that whole conversation is very cryptic as well. <laughs> It is. My favorite thing is that, like, they sit down and the waitress comes by, and, like... <laughs> the meanest waitress ever. First, Sam tries, like, what kind of mineral water do you have? Um, <clears throat> guys, it is 2018. <laughs> do you know anywhere you could go that has multiple types of mineral water? No. no. I, if they types? have, no. if they have Also, at all. does it matter? <laughs> like, if they go, oh, we only have Volvic, he's gonna be like, Ugh, I only drink... Whatever. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't even, I can't even list. Does this restaurant have a full bar? Because they have a, it looks like a diner, kind of. Well, it's like a, it's a, like a pub, because it's called. Is it? Bar. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. so, it has a Crown Royal sign on the background. So it's like, yeah. well, you, then you obviously have liquor. You probably do have other kinds of beverages. Like, yeah. it's not a weird question. Like, her, the question's not as weird as her reaction to the question, which is like, what are you even asking? I don't know. I think asking what kind of mineral waters do you have in the 60s is the weirdest question. Mm. Um, I I think it's a weird question anywhere because... It's something that that gay people would ask. Yeah, it's only a gay question. It's a gay question. Also, (laughs) you cross your legs and if you drink tea and do you like... It's like in Heathers where they kill the two guys and they set them up to look like gay lovers so they leave bottles of mineral water lying around. (laughs) Because only the gays drink it, yeah. you um, know. But I, I love they, they. He orders like a, a, a glass of water, and the other, and um, the other guy gets a coke, coke, and then he's immediately like, "Well, I gotta go." It's like, "Hey, you just ordered." Yeah. I, yeah. It's one of the weirdest TV show things. They always have people like ordering food and then leaving, or not eating. Yeah. They do it in Riverdale, don't they? Of course. Oh. Do they? Or in River, no. Riverdale, food shows up and it's just the strangest thing. Yeah, they just, wacky food just shows up in Riverdale. Um, See our future podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of food this week, too, in Riverdale. Oh, I don't I don't think I even noticed. I was just... Well, because they were, all of the serpents were over at uh, Archie's yeah. dad's house. He was feeding all the serpents from all over the fucking city <laughs> uh, guys if you haven't caught up um i think as of the, i think as of the 24th um the entire second season will be on netflix so yeah Ooh, yay yeah. do it do it i mean this episode was good but last week's was last like week's was it was life-giving it was amazing <laughs> it was the best week of, it was the best hour of television of my life 
<laughs> if not the best hour of my life. <laughs> I mean, I won't argue that it isn't. I mean, it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as, um, as we record this podcast, I'm currently sewing a Jughead crown, so <laughs> just saying. I'm w- I'm waiting for my Riverdale Vixens um, outfit to show up on my doorstep, <laughs> so. And I will be wearing some pearls with it, so there you go. Nice. <laughs> um, Alright, so <laughs> I'm like, so am I gonna look like somebody's, like, a Riverdale Vixen mother? Like, <laughs> who's trying to, to relive her glory days? Yes. Yes, I will, but I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> You're going to be uh, Alice Cooper. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, brilliant. Um, okay, so, yeah, they say so order. They have a very cryptic uh, discussion. Sam is confused. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Something's going to go down. I don't know what's going down. Do you have the so name? The chain. The chain. chain. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I think, the yeah. first time we hear about the chain. Oh, brother. Yeah. Cadets honoring, what was it? Cadets honoring... Cadets honoring an ideal Navy. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, of course. That's, like, pretty hardcore. Like, I don't... Did they say that at some point in the episode? Yeah. Like, I just, I just don't... I think later on in the episode, when they kept saying the chain, he's part of the chain, I was like, what the fuck is the chain? So I completely <laughs> missed all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I don't understand what this chain business is. I mean, I assumed then it's this like group of guys, but I, I didn't understand it. Um, So then we've got Al, I guess, telling Sam. Oh, no, no. This is where he's supposed to meet Philip at 10 p.m. at this address. And yes. when Sam shows, shows up, the chain is beating up Philip. And then Sam starts... Uh, getting into a fight with the guys. Well, first of all, Sam karate kicks the door down. Well, yeah, well, you have to. And then... his shoulder. Idiots. They do this yeah. on TV as well, where they're always like, they try their shoulder first, and they're like, hey, maybe I can kick it down. Maybe do that first. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's also standing there ready to fight um, in, like, ready to do karate, which was, is always funny. Was funny. Yeah. And I, and I also like how, like, blasé Al is this whole time. He's watching Sam, like, <clears throat> Uh, kick these guys in the face, and Al's just like, yeah, yeah, and he's like looking around. <laughs> I'm just like, like Al. Uh, I mean, Al. We'll talk about how gross he is later. Yeah. But <clears throat> even in like from here, Al's just kind of weird, like acting kind of weird, like oh, oh, there might be gays around. <laughs> it's so weird. Like well, he's yeah, acting he, like super shifty he, and odd. He already said something about like the fact that Sam met up with this Philip guy. Instead of his girlfriend, and how weird that is. And now, hey, can I just point out something? Because later on, Al is about show tunes, and like, yeah, you're probably a guy who likes show tunes, or whatever. Um, Al, can I just remind you that when you were building Project Quantum Leap, you and Sam used to stand around all day <laughs> singing the soundtrack of Man of La Mancha. Just want to say, or do we That's not remember this, Al? Pretty. It's pretty gay, Al. That's pretty gay. Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so Sam uh, saves Philip. And then, you know, Sam is trying to figure this out with Al. And this is the scene where he crosses, he sits and crosses his legs, and Al gets all freaked out oh, that he's crossing his legs. God. <laughs> oh, I was uh, like, yeah, when that started, I was like, what? 
Yeah, I forgot about all this stuff in this episode. I think I blocked it out because yeah. being really swishy here, Sam. Yeah. Dial back your swish. <laughs> also, I'm gonna skip ahead. I'm sorry. I don't believe for an instant Al would have changed his opinion about this by the end of this episode. No. Because no. when this is so deeply ingrained in you, like something like this, if that's how he thinks, and he, you know, with it tied in with the military and everything. That's not the kind of thing, opinion that I think changes because of just one experience. And then you're like, oh, I've my eyes have been opened, which is very much a television, you know, cliche. It's the kind of thing that comes as a, as a realization over time. Yeah. And so it just felt really forced to me at the end when I was I like, oh, I've changed my mind. Like, I don't. I mean, and maybe we haven't been in a position for Al to, like, express these kind of feelings, mm. but, like, I just, it seemed very not Al-like to be this homophobic. Yeah. yeah. And and so, like, I felt like it, they were really pushing for him to, like, say shit. So at yeah. the end of the episode, it just, the whole thing, like, fell apart for me. I was like, okay, yes, I agree. Like, it would not, he, he wouldn't have changed his mind so quickly if that were the case. But since I mm. didn't. I didn't find it believable to begin with. It was kind of like, mm. okay, whatever. And then the whole thing at the end where obviously he didn't really change anything because he cared so much whether Tommy was gay or not. It was like, mm. it was yeah. the whole, I was like, they're just putting it in there. So I guess we have someone who we relate to that will change their opinion. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. If Al can change, so can you viewers. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's very bizarre. But also, if Al was like that homophobic, yeah, um, I, it's the kind of thing where if that's like such a a, a value of his, you know, a um, yeah, a worldview of his, sorry, a worldview of his, then you also are kind of like, how did he and Sam ever become friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because it's that kind of thing when you have shows where you've got people who have such different views on something, I do kind of think, well, no, it has to be believable that these people are friends and became friends in the first place. And like, if you, if you were Sam- This would have come up before. This would have come up, yeah. Even before all the leaping around, like this would have been something Sam would have known about Al. And I don't know though, like there was just a lot of rampant casual homophobia in the nineties. Like, we really have come a long way. Oh, no, yeah. I, I know that, but but it just seems like this would have been something in the show that would have come up at some point in time. Yeah. Maybe not as hardcore as this episode, but even casually, and I don't feel like we've gotten that. And, and especially as many times as Sam has been a woman. Like, <laughs> and the episode where he was a man dressed as a woman. Yeah. And he's the undercover cop. Yeah, I just, I, I just feel like they pushed it... Up. To yeah. this level that was completely unbelievable for Al as a character, even though he is gross. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> that stuff never shocks me because I'm like, well, that's Al from the beginning. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, like him talking about the 17 year old and finding out the line was really 15. Ooh. Gross <laughs> and disgusting, but not surprising. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but him like being concerned that what Sam was gay because he yeah. leaped into someone who potentially but could also, have like, been gay. None of it 6.3% chance, guys. Yeah. But also, it's <laughs> weird that Sam's line is like, 
Al, am I gay? And it's like, no, Sam, you idiot, you're not. <laughs> the guy you've leapt into might be. Well, you don't know. I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's not that you like men, Sam. It's like you like sleeping with, with pigs. Yeah, you're not exactly. gay. You're um, into bestiality. Whoa. Yeah, I don't want... <laughs> True. <laughs> I feel like Al should really be more worried about that, but yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But yeah, so they have this whole scene and and I do like that I mean Sam immediately gets frustrated with Al and how stupid he's sounding with some of the stuff he's saying. It just kind of was like, what are they playing this for? Like I don't I just didn't understand. Mm. It's very broad. It's not yeah. Al Yeah. Yeah, they need to to calm it down. Yeah, just a little bit there. Um, so, but Sam is like, or sorry, Al is like even concerned about Sam that he's, you know, he can't continue on the way he's doing. Yeah, he gets mad at him for even putting his hands on his hips. It's like, yeah. oh, you mean for standing? You're getting mad at him for standing? <laughs> <laughs> he okay, can't stand. sit. He can't stand. Well, <laughs> maybe if he would stand a little less gay, it would be all yeah. right. I mean, it's a good job Al's not wearing any of his sparkly suits this week, because he might look gay. Yeah. I mean, he does wear an all-purple suit later, so... He really does. Yep. Uh, and so this is when um, Ronnie and all the other chain members, like, come in and try to beat up uh, Sam and confront him and try to let him explain himself. I don't... I don't <sighs> but they're not buying it. <laughs> nope. Like, it's, I mean, of course these are military assholes and it's the 60s and, you know, it all makes sense. But I was really hoping we would find out that this, like, uh, main guy was, like, on that list or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know they play with that later, which is, I think, even more problematic. Um, But... Mm -hmm. um, It's really weird. Yeah, that list I find very bothersome. I don't like the idea of the list. Um, So anyway, so the, the... it's now the next day, and they're all going to go for a run, because the big meat's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so they're just all, I guess, out there for the meat. Coach is trying to help Sam, I guess, get faster, because he's an old man, and he can't keep up with all these young kids. <laughs> Why does oh, the coach have to wear fucking shorts? Like, he's not the one running. Like, <laughs> you're a grown-ass man. Put on some pants, and don't wear a polo shirt. It's not a fucking shirt. Gross. What does the P stand for on his baseball cap? Prescott. Pres- they're at Prescott Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, stands so for then- pants. Put some on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we meet uh, uh, Tommy's girlfriend, whatever her name is. Um, I was really surprised Al didn't think she was a lesbian since she had short hair. You know, mm-hmm. why not? I, I, I am glad to find out the line was originally 15 because I was like, she looks so young. She does. She does look young. But there's like a kid later that the one that Sam ends up putting in the closet. Oh, yeah. He looks like he's 10. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. Like, I love him. <laughs> like this little kid on set. Yeah. Well, that one was like that uh, uh, that Child's Play movie when they were at the military um, school. Oh, yeah. And there's a little like eight year old that's playing with Chucky. Yeah. It's like, why are you at this? Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, that um, maybe this like this guy later, the ten-year-old guy or whatever, and this girl, they were cast for the original episode when it yeah, was set in high school, and then they just kept them on. Yeah. Um. So anyway, she's uh, talking to <laughs> to Sam, and 
kind of hinting at the fact that they've been dating for three months and she kind of wants to get it on and nothing has been happening between them. I will say I do like the fact that they don't confirm or deny either way if Tommy is gay or not. Yeah. Because it could be either way. And I think it's because, yeah, it doesn't matter if he's gay or not. He can be in, you know, he wants to help Philip and he can you know, be an ally and whatever. And honestly, what if he's not sure? <laughs> like, exactly. I, uh, he might you know, be bi. He might be. You know, you just, I'm just like, what does it matter? <laughs> what does it matter? Okay, so um, then we have uh, Al shows up. Let's talk about his jacket, vest, shirt. Oh, we've seen this, this looks, shirt a lot before. Sh- yeah. It just, for some reason, the arm arms look even more billowy, so it looks like he's wearing a jacket under the vest. I thought it was a jacket at first until I realized he's wearing a waistcoat, yeah. And we've seen this one a lot. It's like the red, purple, and black, and mustard. Yeah. It's, it's super it's super 90s. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he, he's, he, it's, he stole it from In Living Color. Yes. <laughs> um, and he gets on Sam's case for, I guess, not sleeping with this chick. Uh, ugh, ugh. So gross. Mm. Yeah. Like, ugh. And I think Sam is like, who can like, that's not even why I'm here. Is like, can we figure out why I'm here? And like, let's do that and focus on that instead of me sleeping with this young, young, Sam, young, young girl. If you don't have sex with a child, then clearly <laughs> you're a homo. Yes. <laughs> Um, I did think it was funny, though, because, like, the, so she has this conversation with who she assumes is her boyfriend. And then Sam just kisses her on the cheek. And I was like, oh, that's that's a big clue. That's not yeah. good. <laughs> he's obviously gay. <laughs> and if and if he's not, Sam has made him gay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sam is the one that, you know, makes all the rumors later. Yeah, really. It's true. I'm like, what if Tommy's not? He's gonna, he's just gonna have to deal with that in the '60s. That everyone oh. thinks he's gay. Damn it, Sam. <laughs> um, so we find out that, uh, so yeah, Sam gets called into the admiral's office, and we find out that uh, Ronnie has <laughs> went in to tell the admiral that Sam's gay. <laughs> yeah. And then Sam totally just like throws him under the bus go to tell him, well, you know, he's oh, out there it. trying to kill people. <laughs> I thought, I really thought at this point, I was trying to remember, I thought the Admiral was in on oh, yeah. chain. Yeah. I was and I thought he, when he was, when he was saying, do you have any proof of this? And Sam's like, no, I thought it was going to be revealed. He's going to be like, well, you know, whatever you, you know, nothing can happen then. And he was going to then say something like to Ronnie, like, you know, don't be so obvious or something like that. But, you know, he knew about it. I kind of like that they kept the two more adults or people in authority, two authority figures out mm. of either conversation, really. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I thought that was smart. Um, instead of do because that that's happened a lot where it's like you find out the person in charge was really in on it the whole time or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they throw each other under the bus. And then they're both asked to leave. Yeah. And they've got a... Sam's no, in his room, hasn't he? Because no, there's been a... It's just, this isn't when he's no. in his no, room yeah. yet. Oh. Yeah, he's... At this point, they're just reprimanded 
for even like being in there and not having proof either way. So, um, but the next thing we do see is Sam getting uh, caught up with uh, Ronnie and Ronnie, I guess, stripping him and then pretending like they were going to hang him, which I thought was crazy. Well, they did hang him. They just had the, uh, they just had the- Yeah, the rope wasn't attached. That's crazy. And then I wrote down, oh, you gotta get back here with his shirt off. Sure, you're not gay, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you noticed. Are you sure you're not gay? Mm. Uh, mm. And he, he gotta get that shirtless back. Mm, absolutely. Um, it is pretty harsh though the way he gets tossed off as if they were going to hang him, even though the yeah. rope was because he falls face first into like this mud pit. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Um, and looks like it hurt. Like he was just face first. <laughs> Again, why did they strip him to, to his underwear? I get, I don't know. Because like, they're gay and they... Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and they really wanted to see naked back. Y'all. There is a strong case to be made. That <laughs> we all have a, positive, a lot of weird, yeah, positive like, things. Maybe it's because I wrote a letter and I wanted to see some more shirtless <laughs> back. <y'all. laughs> Dear Donald Belisaria, all I want for Christmas <laughs> is to see more shirtless back. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> from the future. <laughs> from the future. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a weird letter to get. <laughs> Just put it on the stack. I mean, you are making a show about time travel, so you're going to get some weird-ass letters. Keep getting these future oh, letters. Must have. Oh, they want more <laughs> shirtless Bacula. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them come, are coming from Scott Bacula, but there's some of them I can't expect <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, so then we get this whole scene where he's talking to Al and he's having the tea and uh, we now I on. see I learned something because mm. Al is like you're not drinking coffee you're drinking tea that makes you gay guys that means my entire country's gay because I'm English we all drink tea that's what Americans think yeah I'm gonna say like that's that's not out of line for I mean yeah how how. Uh, how did you How? populate your country? Yeah. <laughs> Dip off her lips. That's what I hear. Okay. You drink tea, you just get it done. You keep calm and you carry on. You're a very focused group of people. <laughs> yep. Very goal oriented. But you're all secretly queer. Yes, you just had a big uh, heteronormative wedding, but that's just a smoke screen because you're all secret yep. queer. Yep. We're all secret party queers, yeah. Queering it up. I mean, Ian McKellen. Need I say more? (laughs) Stephen Fry? Uh, I'm trying to think of other famous British gay people. But here's the conspiracy. Ian McKellen is actually straight. His name's coming. Alan Cumming. Uh, Yeah, come on. Come on. Obviously. Oh my god, Tammy, talking of Alan Cumming, he's got a club in New York now called Club Cumming. We have to go. (laughs) 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 We have to go. I've never wanted to go to a club more in my life. Then Alan's club, club coming. <laughs> like a comedy routine. I know. Come into club coming. I also love that, yeah, that Alan coming. coming has a, a fragrance, um, his own fragrance called coming. And at the oh. end of the advert for it, he just holds it up and looks at the camera and goes, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my friend, you know, my I friend Leeds, my friend Leeds was his uh, understudy for cabaret. Oh. <gasps> 
Oh. oh, can you like get your friend to set me and Alan coming up on like a platonic date? I just want to hang out with him. I love. Him. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. Thanks, thanks, mate. Thanks, buddy. Uh, so yeah, this is also when we get the whole Boston Tea Party thing, and Josie's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Josie knows all the facts about well, history. It was just cracking me up because you know we watch the show, but she'll be like on her phone, and I have the computer open because I'm taking notes. Um, and she's like, you know, so I never know when she's really paying attention or not. And so, like, without even looking up, she's like, well, you know, that was the first ever Grey Pride Parade. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, so this is, uh, is this when we find out about Philip printing all the names? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, so that whole thing. I don't like Which that. Is, oh, no, <laughs> I don't like that at no. all. Philip because no, <laughs> exactly. It's I mean, and you even you you get this kind of thing nowadays, even though the world is a lot more, um, you know, okay about people coming out the closet. You still get like you know when um, actors are um, you know outed in the press and things, and it's like no, it's never okay to to out someone. People, you know, it's no one else's business. Yeah. If you're not outing straight people, then stop outing gay people. <laughs> like, just exactly. stop. Exactly. Just stop. Why does... Uh, again, to Sam's point, what does it matter? <laughs> what Guys, it matter? I want to I wanna tell you guys something. Tammy's straight. <gasps> oh, you shut up. You don't know that for a fact. I've never told you. It all makes <laughs> sense now. <laughs> yeah, I could tell by the way you. that she crossed her legs and stood and how she drank coffee. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's always drinking coffee. That fool... That will love Starbucks. <laughs> that means that Dale Cooper is the straightest man in the universe. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. I would I would agree with that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I just it's such an asshole move. It's like okay, how do you even know? How do you even know? Uh, I yeah, mean, exactly. and, and even if you did, like, how is do you he know? Had sex with all those men? Yeah. 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 Maybe I don't know. <laughs> He's with the club. Go get it. That's what I said. The secret, the secret Navy gay. Club. Get it, Philip. <laughs> yeah, if you're printing this paper for other gay people so they know who to hit on, like, okay, I guess. But like, you can't just yeah. print this and put yeah. it out there. Oh, and the- you know that the chain is out there, like, ready to kill anybody. Like, calm yeah. it mm-hmm. down. The the only time it's permissible is if they're they're like horrific hypocrites that have been like you know. Like if it's like part of the if the whole chain crew is on that <laughs> list, yeah, then you can print mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I'm all about um, exposing hypocrisy, but yes. Otherwise, fuck off with that nonsense. Uh, let's see. So yeah, so Sam is there to try and talk Philip out of it, but Philip is like, "Nope, I'm gonna do this." Uh, so there's that. Philip's uh, a dick. Yeah, that's it's such an asshole move. Like I'm like I know I'm supposed to feel bad for you, but like this yeah. is terrible. <laughs> yeah, not okay. Also, what is Philip's life like? What is this printing press that he has access to? Like, what does he <laughs> do? No clue. Like, he just no got kicked clue. out of college, and like, now he, he just apparently like, like, I don't know, bought out like a, a basement with a printing press. It's real weird. <laughs> yeah, he's over twenty-one. He can do what he wants, Brad. Uh, yeah, but including buying a sneaky printing press. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's the '60s. Like, people could get like jobs and actually have money to do things. It was a different world. So, I guess. All right. All right. What is this money you speak of? Yeah, I know. We don't have it anymore. <laughs> it's not a thing. 
Um, Alright, so... Okay, so uh, then we've got... We think that Sam has stopped whatever was going to happen to Philip because Philip was going to die because of the whole printing up of the names. Um, But then he talks to Al, who's wearing all purple, and Al says, nope, not going to stop. So then you know it's that it's going to be a frame job. Yeah. I, I like the purple suit. Yeah, I do as well. Purple suit's like, nice. Yeah, black and white. It's so tie. much better than what he's been wearing this episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this scene is where Al goes on his rant about gays in the military. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, yes. Ugly. Yeah, yeah. Al. I have I never understood this argument. I, I don't get it because... Like, if you're in, like, first of all, don't don't join the military. But if you're in, like, a war zone and, you know, there's a chance you could be killed and it's like you want to know that the man beside you has your back and stuff. Well, I'm sure that they're probably preoccupied as well, trying not to die rather than thinking, look at this sexy soldier behind <laughs> beside me. I'm just going to give him a cheeky little wink. Wink. Like, fuck off. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. I'm like, do you think he's gonna like try and fuck you right there as you guys are being shot at? Like, I don't right in the trenches. Yeah, I I don't understand. Yeah, first first of all, we don't have trench warfare anymore. Um, (laughs) So first of all, this it's already this is already a weird scenario these people make up. Um, Second of all. Oh damn it! Oh, we're we're at war, and oh, we're gonna be building trenches again. Why? That's what we're doing now. Also, uh, <laughs> hey, wink, wink, wink. How's it going? Hey, shouldn't we be uh, shooting at the bad guys? Uh, maybe later, sailor. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what is this scenario? Also, why are we in trenches if we're sailors? What's happening? <laughs> Who knows? Why are we on ships? Well, this is what happens when you. Gays in the military, they they dig trenches, yeah. even though they're in the navy. They don't know what to do. They're too busy fucking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, so I mean, they stupid. can't protect us because they've not been trained. Because all they're doing is fucking. <laughs> and, <laughs> and obviously, singing show tunes, uh, <laughs> fucking, and going to track meets. When you're trying to hide. <laughs> In Vietnam, you're trying to hide in the bushes, <laughs> and you can't hide because the guy next to you is just singing, "Everything's coming up roses." Shush! They'll hear us. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, oh, so weird. So stupid. Soups. Oh, my brain. <sighs> We've got um. Sam gets called into the principal's office and he's got, was it, Ronnie showed the guy, uh, the admiral, that letter or whatever where he was struggling. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to point out, because um, most of this episode is fucking uniforms, which is dumb. But yeah. in this in this scene, I noticed that everyone's got, sh- it's all short sleeve uniforms. Yeah. Like, they're all short sleeve. What is that about? Summertime, Brad. They're short, the shorts of the short upper body, weather. Brad. I mean, listen. I, 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 I listen. I, I, I feel people can. It's nothing wrong with short sleeves. I'm, I'm not. I don't have a problem with that. But it's Ew. a uniform. If you're wearing a uniform, it should have sleeves. Because <laughs> mm. you know what? It's a uniform. It's already a stupid thing. 
Um, you don't get to have short sleeves on a uniform. What I think hey. is weird is how they all have things on their shoulders. Like, I feel like that's only for formal occasions, and they're just, like, hanging out at college. Like, why do they all have these, like, metal things on their sleeves? Brad, Mitch Buchanan didn't wear long sleeves. <laughs> was he... And he was wearing a uniform, which was no top. Mitch Buchanan. Who's Mitch Buchanan? Um, uh, from Baywatch. Oh, I see. Yeah, I was like, but he wasn't wearing, yeah, but he was not in a military uniform. What are you talking about? <laughs> so he's wearing a uniform. It's a lifeguard uniform that involves not wearing any sleeves or top. Nope. That's... They're the military, they're the military of the ocean. Um, first of all... The military of the ocean? <laughs> they're the military of the bay. <laughs> um, if anything. Yeah, the military of the bay. Um... The military of the beach. Military of the ocean is the navy. Uh, uh, lifeguards are the military of the beach. Yeah. And the knights. Yeah, they'll, they'll never be the same. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. If, if military uniform, it shouldn't have short sleeves. That just looks silly. I just think this whole look is too formal for walking around school. It's not like they're going to be like part of some ceremony or something. They're just in, like, yeah. theoretically going to class. <laughs> yeah, but it's military school, which but isn't real still. school. It's all like it's all assholes that like with these fucking ranks and bullshit. Like, ugh. I know, but I would. St- I mean, I, I and I know nothing of military school, so I'm not. I mean, I'm I completely I speaking out of my ass. Yeah, but here. I I would think that like you have different uniforms for different things. Like I'm I'm thinking like in high school there were like the kids that had ROTC. Yeah. So on days they would have ROTC. Like, they had to dress out or whatever. But their shirts didn't have shit on their shoulders and, like, medals. Like, it was just still just a button-down shirt. It wasn't anything. Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the the more you get into the military... it had a little thing that just said ROTC on it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> they got, but like military, like overall, has such a boner for like funny costumes and titles. <laughs> like, I feel like any opportunity to look like an I idiot. I also have a boner for funny costumes, but that's <laughs> completely different. Me too, Tammy. Me too. I mean, me too. But they're actual funny costumes and not like murder, murder wear. Matt, do you have a boner for funny costumes? I'm not a fan of costumes in general, unless oh. they're on kids. Kids can wear costumes. I don't think adults should be wearing costumes. What about if Get your cat is wearing a silly costume? If my cat, I don't want my, yeah. I don't want pets wearing costumes either. Uh, wrong again. Oh. Yep. Get out. Get off this podcast. Nope. All right. Bye. <laughs> Oh. All right, so I've I've Googled military school uniforms. <laughs> I do like a jaunty hat. And yeah, right. they, you can come back, Matt. It sounds like a, a, it looks like they do wear hats, but like everyday wear is just a button-down shirt with a name tag on it. So I feel like they're overdressed at this school that Sam is attending. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam she's... just likes to be extra fancy, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. He's a fancy man. Um, because this guy, this admiral too, like I get he would actually probably have more like tchotchkes on his top, <laughs> like, but, but the shoulder things are out of control. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like he's gonna fly away somewhere. <laughs> it's not good. Um, so anyway, so he's calling Sam in, and they're gonna have to investigate and all this stuff, and they still want him to do the meet, but he's gonna have to stay in his room. <laughs> like, uh, okay, the meet is super important. God, it couldn't be less important. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, every time they talked about it, I'm just like, what me? Oh, yeah, that's right. They're runners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is a military school in the 60s. Like, what are we even, like, worried about a fucking track meet? <laughs> like, you're all going to be dead in a minute. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Uh, so... Sam's not happy, but, uh, and Al is telling him, like, hey, well, you know, look, you're gonna have to get out of here, and because otherwise Philip's gonna die. And I guess, uh, I guess getting out the window and shimmying down the drain pipe is not an option because he doesn't want to do that. I didn't understand. And he's standing at the window. Just I didn't right understand there. it. Right there, the window. I was like, all right, well, when does he go out the window? It's gonna happen. Well, then you later. wouldn't have the hilarious, um, thing of him locking yeah. Yeah. this little peewee guy in the cupboard. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was goofy. Yeah. That was some bad acting, Sam. <laughs> oh, oh, my ankle. Oh. A little shell fell on my ankle. Oh, help. Help. My ankle. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. You're going um, to have to toughen up if you're going to be in the Navy. Yeah, people will think you're gay otherwise, Sam. <laughs> uh, um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I um, so, <laughs> first off, though, uh, we get Coach coming by to check in. Yes. <laughs> yep. Just being gay, you know? <laughs> just... <laughs> what are you up to? Oh, I'm just being gay. <laughs> Check it in. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you know what that means. And uh, this is this is where Sam, like, tells him about, like, how these guys are going to go and hurt Philip or kill Philip or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And Coach believes him, which is good. Yeah. Well, obviously. Obviously, Claire. <laughs> what if the coach was the leader of the chain. I thought it was a possibility. I kept waiting for him or the Admiral to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Admiral. The Admiral doesn't have much to do. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. I don't want to fool with this too much because everything kind of happens a little quickly. Um, so they're going to go check in on the guys. Um, the coach is, is willing to go with Sam and go to the locker room where all the guys are meeting <laughs> in darkness. Which I don't think the coach should have left like been like oh i'll wait outside no no i don't think he should have done that yeah you're the you are the authority figure here but he leaves he does leave and then sam gives these guys a good talking to yeah yeah okay well done sam, sam is hey, two compared to these don't young you do this it's bad take a, take a good look in the mirror kids <laughs> what's i i just don't like Tommy, the what got into you <laughs> Like, I just don't like the way he goes into the whole thing, like, hey, well, you know, it's, uh, you guys hang out in a locker room, maybe you're the ones yeah. that are gay. Like, it's like, oh, well, this is, Sam, no. I'm not gay, you're gay. Like, Save it for the podcast, Sam. Let's... Only we can say stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get what he was trying to do, which was, like, show yeah. them how stupid it is to assume that, which I was like, yeah, tell that to your friend Al. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, his whole take a look in the mirror, and then one of the guys is like, you're right, Tommy. <laughs> it's over. You're, you're, so, you're so old and wise. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they just go, oh yeah, it's over, whatever. Let's yeah. give up our blood first. I, I know. I guess we won't go kill that guy. Uh, hmm. Now I've looked in the mirror, um, I've realized... There's a little gay in all of us, and I think we should stop. <laughs> um, so they send Sam back to his room. I didn't notice till right now that his door even has a nameplate on it for him. Cadet yeah. Tommy, whatever. I was like, wow, really that's a... the big man on. Uh, yeah, he really is. 
<laughs> takes me back to the Brady Bunch movie. <laughs> well, he's uh, the big man on campus. They say it like 20 times. It's really <laughs> they just love labeling shit. Like, all their towels are labeled. Like, yeah. like, hey, hey, like, military people. Like, would you just calm it down? Like, you don't need words on everything. I mean, the prop department had a blast with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, because, like, the costume department just borrowed all the costumes from Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we have the little, like, ten-year-old knocking on his door. Um, as Alice telling him, like, hey, we need to get out of here because Philip still dies. And, uh... Oh, could that be? Uh, yeah. And Al has an idea because he says it's like taking candy from a bambino. Very oh. bizarre line. Said it very Stop dealing. Stop stealing candy from ladies. <laughs> what? What? I don't. <laughs> Not ladies, babies. I meant to say babies. <laughs> what do you oh. think bambino means? I, 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 oh, I don't know what's happening. I'm. Uh, oh. let, uh, yeah, I'm sleepy. Um, I, this, this whole sequence. Like, it's it's pretty fucking goofy, but I can't oh. deal with Al's, like, kooky laughing through it all. Oh, yeah. yeah. He thinks this is, this is, like, the best thing they've ever done. Oh. The best prank that's ever been pulled is this one right here. Yeah. So, yeah, so Sam acts like he's injured. They send the bigger of the two cadets away. Um, but do you and- also see why Al likes it? Because in Al's mind, all cadets in the Navy should be in the closet, which is where Sam. Oh boy! Cadet viewing. Did you say that was his idea? Make sure you put him in the closet. Like yep. I want him in a literal closet because it always yep. makes me uncomfortable. Yep, that's what he said. Wow, I'm glad you puzzled that one out, Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You're welcome. <laughs> Unsolved um, mystery, now solved. <laughs> so Sam goes running and he runs into the coach who's like, hey, what are you doing out of your room? I just left you in your room. <laughs> and he says that uh, Philip's still going to be killed. So I just gotta know. Get yep. And uh, Al does one of those where he shows up to the, you know, the, f- <laughs> the other location. He yeah. Hey, form. where are you? Oh, are you fixing those lights, buddy? Oh, there's Ow. also there's also a bit um, before he, he has him go over there um, where he's talking to Gushy and, and he's like, yes. I don't care if it's raining. I'm a hologram. What? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gushy, what are you talking about? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but it's raining, Al. <laughs> does, does that mean, like, Gushy has to go out in the rain and... <laughs> And, like, jet him from one area to another. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, because, yeah. Al is a hologram and can't feel anything, but Gushy feels everything. No, but it would be raining where Sam is. So Al is saying that he can't feel it because he's a hologram. So why is Gushy worried? Because Gushy's not there. Gushy's sitting in the little operating room. No clue. It's very strange. It's a weird, weird little throwaway line that I don't don't yeah. really know what they're getting at. Um, but we get the scene, which we've gotten a couple times, scenes like this with Al, where, yeah, he's talking to them and he's, like, slowly realizing 
what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this reminds me of a couple of episodes ago where he was, uh, he found out about the penny loafers, like the killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Put you have penny a penny. On yeah, the, but, yeah, exactly. The accelerate. Put your penny loafers, <laughs> your money in your shoes. Oh, wait. That, that's exactly what this scene was. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So he finds out that this was going to be a whole setup. So was, okay, so my question, was Philip, because he was calling the police for the police to show up. Yeah. So... Was Philip going to try and kill himself, but just in time when the police got there, so the police could save him? Yeah. Yes. I think. So. Okay. That's, okay. That's what I took it. That's out. a uh, a really stupid idea. That's a big gamble. Yeah, because yeah. the thing about like, oh, no, no. Yeah, because the thing about hanging is like it's not that you choke to death. No. You you break your neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and even yep. if you don't do like a, a like a hard fall, just the weight of your body, like. That's yeah. all, that's way too risky. Yeah. Like, just, if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna do this scheme, like, just do a stab or something. Don't, don't do a hang. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. good. <laughs> just stab yourself. Yeah. Just stab yourself. All of it sounds terrible. I mean, it's a terrible <laughs> idea in general. Mm. Um, you already got the printing press. What, <laughs> what are you, what are you even trying to accomplish, really? You're just, this is out for revenge? Like, you're, he's just yeah. angry and, and... Yeah. Mm. And like the other thing is like he doesn't know that like Sam stopped those guys. Like those guys would definitely come for him. They they've already come to beat him up. Why f- why do this frame job? Like because when they really beat him up nothing happened to them. So yeah. why would why would framing them get anything accomplished? Like but this time killed. he wrote chain on the wall, Brad. Yeah. Like have they killed people before or just beaten them up? As far as we know, they've just beaten them up. This was going to okay. be like, it seemed like this was going to be where okay. they took it up. And honestly, like, I'm wondering if they ever were going to go plan yeah. on killing him or just beat him up again. Yeah. And so in the original timeline, that's probably what happened. But he he had done all this. And so he really kind of, you know, the whole original timeline, he would have still just did, set the, them up and probably just broke his neck and died because he's an idiot for thinking this was a good plan. <laughs> so do you think in the original yeah. timeline, like, the the chain crew, like, got there and like, what the fuck are we doing? Let's just turn around. Because, yeah, like, I, clearly I, they yeah. they didn't go um, in the original timeline. Yeah. Mm. It was only that one yeah, guy. Yeah, so why didn't they go? Yeah, because the one guy got went to jail for it. So seemingly, pretty much the same thing would have happened where... Like they like he would have like everyone else would have been like yeah this is a bad idea and then the main guy would be like well I'm still going yeah mm. at some point yeah one of them one of them would have looked at himself in the mirror and gone oh it's over yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he would have accidentally walked by a mirror <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing <laughs> oh what a fool <laughs> sorry Matt go ahead. No, I'm just, I, I got a lot of thoughts. I'm not sure how to articulate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> just that the military teaches to follow a strong leader, right? Just, yeah. It, it breaks you down so that you don't think, like, independently, so that you don't question things, you don't operate with independent thought, you just follow the leader, the strong person, who you know, in command, right? So if the military has broken down all these these guys, 
they're going to follow Ronnie because he's the strongest one. So it kind of like the military is indirectly encouraging this like this kind of situation like it creates it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It creates Absolutely. potential for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's yeah. 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 The okay. military is like a toxic masculinity on steroids. Yeah. And if you want to hear more about that, listen to uh, Hooplecast. We covered Generation Kill, and that is what that episode is about. Wow. And it ends with me saying, please don't send us hate mail. <laughs> Just unsubscribe if you don't like it. You don't have I to tell it. me why. And uh, if anybody wants to send us hate mail, feel free. Yeah, it's been a while. Do it. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Al, quote unquote, figures it out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And so then the he genius. has to. Yeah. The genius that is Al figures it out um, by, you know, talking out loud, talking it, talking through it. And uh, he goes and has to center himself on Sam to let Sam know what's happening. And we also get this whole, like, thing where the coach's car isn't working properly. And yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, was there ever a time where we thought the coach they weren't going to make it in time or like. This show loves to arbitrarily, theoretically amp up suspense when there's no reason to. (laughs) Like, we already, it's, we already know that, like, there's somebody's life on the line. Like, this, like, question, is the car gonna break down? Like, you're not gonna play it out for any kind of tension, so why are you doing that show? Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, they do this all the time, but I just thought especially it was like, uh, okay. (laughs) They're like, we've got a few minutes to fill. Um... But it's not even a few minutes. It's like yeah. an extra three seconds. Yeah, it's <laughs> the one line. And then immediately the coach is like, eh, don't worry, the car does that all the time. And then it's over. Like, oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so Sam shows up uh, and tries to talk Philip down. And uh, then the coach comes in and he's the one that really saves the day. Yeah, he should be leaping through time. Yeah. And he calls him cow- himself a coward for never standing up and speaking his truth, I guess. Um, so we think that should be the end of the episode, or at least that's what Sam thinks. But really, he he now thinks he needs to also win the race. That guy yeah. is so stupid. But really, I mean, I the, love person, it, but... the person who learned the lesson is Al. Yeah. Or something, I don't know. Yeah, Al says something along the lines of, you know, he he, he admits that he was wrong this whole time. Like, okay. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying any of it. <laughs> I'm not buying any of it from the beginning to the end. <laughs> um, so then Sam, like, wants a rundown on uh, where are they now for <laughs> for everybody we've met in this episode. <laughs> and what about do. that guy over there? What about the dinner lady? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about the janitor? <laughs> Because it's funny because sometimes we never know at all how yeah. anybody ends up. But in this episode, we get to learn about everybody. <laughs> what about like the rude waitress? Some, <laughs> some screen time to pad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and one of the things is like Philip is at uh, Stonewall. Did that restaurant ever get any more kinds of mineral water? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> really important questions. Um and then we learn that Al obviously has not learned his lesson because he asked Sam if Tommy was gay or not. And Sam says, who cares? And that's when he gets sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. Like, uh, I did like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that they didn't answer it. I liked the answer that Sam gave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, he leaps right into a news anchor person. So that should be entertaining. Um, anything about next week's episode? Well, well, we'll find out next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was the episode of whatever this was called that I can't remember. <laughs> Running for Running Honor. For honor. Running which is a terrible title. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, none of it makes. I'm just like, well, I mean, there was running, there was the whole meat. That was the important. worst part of the episode. Yeah, and then honor was like, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They they really could have been a million other names for this episode, but yeah. we can't think of any. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so who was best dressed and worst dressed in this episode? Like Owl's purple suit. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. the purple suit. The other two, I wasn't that crazy about. There wasn't really any other outfits apart from the military stuff and the girl was wearing like a blue dress that was pretty nondescript. Yeah. 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 It was okay, the blue dress. I think the worst dress is is the coach because he's wearing a polo shirt and shorts and he doesn't have to. (laughs) What if that's a uniform, Brad? Well, uniforms are stupid (laughs) to begin with, but everyone's wearing a uniform. Exactly. It's hard for these episodes with uh, uniforms. There's not enough fashion to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's compare instead what we're all wearing. Okay, who's best dressed, worst dressed out of us? Oh, I'll be I'm wearing. Really? I'm me. wearing a pair of jeans and a turquoise tank top, and no shoes or socks, Brad. Yeah, nope, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting at the table, Brad. Um, I got my feet crossed. Okay. Full disclosure: Claire told me yesterday that she <laughs> walked across the street to a store without yeah. shoes and socks into yeah. a store and made purchases yeah. and came home. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's okay. Gross. That's kind of crazy, Claire. That's Claire, disgusting. that is. That's hey, how can you still be ten, friends with her, Brad? It's ten feet from it's, my, oh, it's my the, house, <laughs> but it's a public place. Yeah, like so. You know also, that the outdoors. The outdoors is the toilet <laughs> of the animal kingdom. Did they? They don't have a sign that says no shirt, no shoes, no service, or anything. Okay, but I the strange thing is that. Either. Brad seems to want people to wear shoes indoors as well. So if the toilet of the animal kingdom is outside, then he should be very pro removing shoes when you're inside. I, I will oh. point out, I posted House an shoes. article on mm. the Ramjet podcast um, Facebook group, I think recently, which was uh, saying the difference between Americans and English people where English people can't understand why Americans wear shoes indoors because we don't. Like when you go and visit we, someone's house, you take your shoes off to I, keep the topic clean. I, I think it's because... First of all, I think a good compromise is to put slippers on, because yeah. then it's sure. your indoor shoe. Yep. So uh, I, nope. I think it's sort of like your. Oh, Brad's like, no, that's that's not even good enough. Um, no, that's fine. Fine. Oh, that's that. fine. Perfectly fine with that. I think that's the best. That's the best solution. Listen, I'm um, the Brad of my life. Where now, if I were to go to someone's house and they were say, "Sorry, um, you don't wear shoes here," I will leave and go and buy a a new pair of <laughs> slippers or shoes to put on in that person's house. <laughs> Or just you not just come back. Always have them. Just keep them in your car. You have that's, a car that's now. The you plan. Can... I'm sure I was running around Tammy's house with no shoes on. And I was yeah, judging probably. you, I'm sure. <laughs> I Brad, think it has when to I do with you like, next when time, you... I'm going to rub my bare feet all over your face while you Whoa! Stop. That's you disgusting, Whoa, Claire. That is gross. <laughs> you will get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> to me, when you take off your shoes, you're, it's like you, you're Brad. saying, I'm going to be super comfortable. Uh, this is my space. I'm settling yeah. in. Uh, if a stranger just takes their shoes off in your house, you're like, 
Um, <laughs> oh, you're staying, are you? Oh, you're staying. Um, yeah, that's interesting. This isn't your house, and I kind of want you to not be yeah. here very long. Yeah. So <laughs> You will not be staying, is <laughs> my retort. <laughs> Goodbye. You just. Oh, I didn't realize you wanted to leave immediately. <sighs> yeah. And what are you people doing crawling around on the floors in England? That you have that you're so concerned about we well, are concerned about the interior of your houses like being dirty from the outside. Why are you crawling around so much on your floors? Yeah. <laughs> we Stand have upright. You don't want them to be dirty. Vacuum. Clean That's up. what the vacuum also, the is other for. night the other night I ran to the pizza shop across the road from me three times <laughs> with no shoes on. No! Claire. You're a lunatic. You're a Claire. lunatic. I mean, I'm not as hardcore as Brad, but I find that that is not okay. That's I would not be, okay. I'd be afraid of getting glass in my feet. Anything. And any yeah, nails like, and gum was, and hair and oh. If I was a mid-earth creature, I'd be a hobbit because I like food and I like running around barefoot. <laughs> I'm well, a you're thing. not a Middle Earth creature, Claire. So get <laughs> with the program. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, Brad, maybe this is the first time you've had to break this news to her. <laughs> oh, no. Welcome to intervention. Oh, no, was... <laughs> Your bare feet wanna... have hurt me in the following ways. <laughs> I want to be a hobbit. <laughs> oh, that was uh, bare feet cast. Yeah. No. No. That's not okay. Claire, that's not... I mean, look, I'm your friend. I gotta tell you. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> what you, I, I don't, like, I don't care what you do in your house, but you can't go out outside. I don't, I don't like seeing toes. <laughs> either. My toes are so small, they're barely visible. Like, oh, yikes. Weeny, weeny toes. Yikes, Claire. They're like little weird mutant toes. <laughs> You're not making a good case. <laughs> they're like weird little nub toes. Oh boy! Uh, this whole conversation is very uncomfortable. Uh, all right, so sorry. So, so um, Al was best dressed with this purple outfit, yeah. and Claire was worst dressed without wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Um, no, anybody else have any worst dressed uh, candidates? Uh, yeah, I'd agree with Brad the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eh, what else? Okay. What did the 15-year-old slash 17-year-old girl wear? She wore a blue dress. dress. It was a little bit of a floral blue dress. It was fine. It was inoffensive. Yeah, it wasn't offensive at all. Um, Okay, who won and who lost? Uh, Mm, I think Ronnie lost. He's a boiling cauldron. Well, he's still an awful human being who has to live with being an awful human being. Yeah. And he I also, would... like, I guess, dropped out of school or something. He dropped out of somehow, the end of school. In, what an idiot. And somehow yeah. in his old age, he doesn't, or middle age, he just doesn't look like he used to look when he does now. He looks a completely different actor. Um, I, uh... Philip got to live. I think Al won, maybe, because he is not a giant homophobe anymore. Except I don't believe it, so Al lost in my heart. Um, I think I think maybe the admiral's daughter um, lost question mark how um, I'm hoping Tommy just even... broke up with her and she got to like go on with her life and not have to worry about this dude anymore yeah but really? I, I feel like I feel like her dad is like because he's so like military and weird he's gonna be weirded out 
Um, and it's going to be an issue. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Philip lost because he went on to be in Stonewall and probably the Stonewall riots and was like a hero. But then years later, he got his heroic moment turned into a terrible movie by Joel Schumacher. Um, well, but that that can be said of anyone that his life's been in a Joel Schumacher movie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All those heroic vampires whose life story is put into the Lost Boys. Yeah. Or, or those those brave, brave uh, um, uh, Mr. Freeze uh, um, <laughs> sidekicks. Yes. Um, no, I I don't, I, I don't. You know what? I think everyone won. I don't know if anyone really lost. Mm. Yeah. Maybe the uh, the girlfriend. That's that's the only thing I can come up with. She, she was yeah. going to get married. Or the was admiral. She? I didn't think so. Right? They've been yeah. dating like a few months. Oh, I thought they were. I thought the admiral was like, "Oh, you're gonna marry my daughter or something." She's 15. She's in love with you. It's the 60s. They'd only been dating for three months. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um. Maybe the admiral, because when Tommy leaps back in, there's no way he's gonna win this race because he's not gonna know what's going on. So they're not gonna win the big meet. What so everybody has to that restaurant? Oh, that waitress definitely. Yeah. Oh, that waitress. Yeah. Definitely lost. I mean, God. All right. She's waitress. got all these douchebag. Uh, military guys and coming in and she hasn't even got any mineral water to drink. Yeah. Everyone else won, except for the waitress. Yeah. <laughs> she lost. <laughs> and I think we won because we learned about a real lesson that uh, doesn't matter if someone's, if someone's gay or straight, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah. we learned that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't it know was that one this, I was concerned about our group learning. Yeah. Before this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, Claire, I was especially concerned with your homophobic tendencies. <laughs> I'd look in the mirror every day and just be like, ugh, <laughs> All right, it is time for feedback, and um, I only see one piece of feedback. All so. right. Is it from Michelle David? Yes. <laughs> one moment. Will, where are you? All right, and uh, we got a voicemail here. Hello, Calviteers. Feedback for Running for Honor. A uh, wonderful episode where we discover that Al is 100% MAGA. MAGA Al, he's a hologram, <laughs> he can't get wet, and he's a deplorable person. Um, so he makes a bunch of terrible gay jokes in the beginning. Um, Sam crosses his legs, I don't know. Maybe it's comfortable. Who cares? He drinks tea. Doesn't like coffee. A lot of people don't like coffee. I love coffee, but some people don't and they like tea. That's fine, too. Some people don't like tea. That's fine. What is Al's problem? Uh, but anyway, good episode. Um, my question, I did have a question in the beginning. So when Sam leaps in, what clothes is he actually wearing? Like, I know we, we see him in, but that's what is being projected for other people to see, correct? Because he's not leaping mm-hmm. in in his running gear. So what is he running in in that first scene? Is he, like, uh, in his white um, jumpsuit that he originally leaped in? Is he still wearing that and it's not been washed? Yep. Like, how does he know, like, how can he be able to wash that? He's is that what clothes. they project his body on? I, I don't know why all this came up this episode for me, but it, it just did. Um, like, how is the exterior being projected on Sam for everybody to see? 
I assume it has something to do with that suit. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Hologram technology, whatever. But does he ever wash that suit? Is that what the suit he was wearing when he was running at the track meet? Maybe that's why he was so slow. I mean, I imagine running in a jumpsuit is uh, not really that great. But uh, in the end, getting back to everything in the uh, episode, um, I was happy to see everybody lived. Unfortunately, uh, was it Philip? who was going to kill himself. I forget everybody's names. Uh, he ends up, unfortunately, at Stonewall, which we know turns into a police riot where they are targeting the mm-hmm. gay community in the Greenwich Village. Um, so that's you know, there was that terrible. Uh, so he goes from this to that, which I don't know. Al made it seem like it was a great thing that he ended up at Stonewall. I don't know if it's a great thing or not because maybe he ended up uh, in a terrible situation there. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe maybe it went well for him. Maybe it didn't. We shall see. But uh, I need more on how what Sam is actually wearing. If he washes his clothes, how bad does he smell? If not, can they mask the smell of Sam? Is Sam, is Sam leap? It smell like uh, showering between these leaps. I don't know. It's all very confusing to me. I've never thought about this part before, but this could be a, a very very big issue. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Michael Question. David, you're watching the show too cynically. <laughs> yes. Also, do you not listen to our podcast? We discuss all of this. Yeah. These things. <laughs> He's definitely wearing their clothes. Yeah. Because otherwise, how would he be able to change into other outfits during the leap? Yeah, he'd have to peel off his skin. And, yeah. and like we discussed even last week about how uh, it's amazing because Sam must decide what to wear out of these people's closets. So when we're judging Sam's outfits, it's because he put judging those outfits. His taste. Yeah, exactly. We're judging his Sam's taste. <laughs> yeah. Now, does it make sense that he's able to leap into people's clothing that are completely different size than him? No. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense no, at all. Not, not at no. all. Not no. at all. But that is what he's doing. Yeah. That is what he's doing. <laughs> and we've seen him shower, so we know that he, we know yeah. that he showers. <laughs> he, he showers whenever um, the person you know he's leaping into has the chance to shower. So yeah. Now I do he think go- that, I do think that leap from. Um, um, chain gang to in in that bed was I, I that one I questioned like because that's yeeks yeah and yeah. less like you know if he if the leaping involves him like I just imagine like um from Willy Wonka like when Mikey <laughs> shrinks and is he's just particles in the air yeah like, he's like, yeah I just imagine that's what Sam is and maybe like the dirt doesn't travel with him yeah maybe, so when he goes into a yeah. new leap it's just his body that blue it's, light is just it's just like a, a laser <laughs> antimicrobial <laughs> nice <laughs> okay I I hope this has answered all your questions yeah. <laughs> of all these things we've already fashion cost. Answering questions, granting dreams. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what we do. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. For oh, this thank you for having me. This, this was a fun up. I, I really enjoyed uh, most of this. <laughs> now, listeners, we're saying goodbye to our guest, which is Matt A. It's not Matthew McConaughey. It's not no, TV's it's not. Matt LeBlanc. It's not <laughs> Matt LeBlanc. It's not Matthew Perry. It's not. You know, people used to. Matlock. At, at the store that I, I worked at, uh, people were calling me Maddie Ice for a while. I'm like, what, what is, is that? that? Also, that's gross. Stop doing that. But oh. like, why is that even a thing that you're saying right now? Wow. Um, that's, a, that's a hell of a stretch. And 
apparently there is somebody named, well, his nickname is Matty Ice. He's like a quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. What, now, really? why the hell would I know that? Why would no. assume that anybody <laughs> knows weird. that? I just assumed they were going playoff Natty Ice, uh, but making it Matty Ice. But huh. I, uh, I, I have no idea. And then part of my job, I've just in, inherited the uh, responsibility for the ice department at, at my office. And uh, they're like, well, you know, I don't know if you know this, um, but there's a quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons and they call him Matty Ice and your name's Matt and now you handle ice. So you're like more Matty. I'm like, stop it right now. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. Anywho. So weird. Hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, well, that where can we hear, hear your uh, podcasting skills elsewhere? I do a video games podcast with my friend Matt. It's called Matt is Wrong About Games. <laughs> and we're going to be recording today at some point. Now, listeners, that is another Matt. That is Matt. <laughs> the other one. That is That's the, the Fraggle, right? Yeah. Our, our friend Will, who sometimes sends in a feedback or guests on this podcast, he and I do a podcast about Spartacast, uh, Spartac- <laughs> Spartacus together. And it's called Spartacast. And we're, we're going to be recording that next week. And my main podcast is Hooplecast, which started as a podcast about Deadwood, but now we talk about HBO pilots and uh, Timothy Oliphant movies. And Claire and Brad and I just did a commentary track uh, for a Timothy Oliphant and Jennifer Garner movie, Catch and Release, and that's going to be published on Memorial Day. Hi. A, t- a, a Kevin Smith vehicle, I'd call that. A Kevin Smith joint. Yeah. That's... Yeah, he's in that for some reason. Mm-hmm. The guy from Parenthood. Was a real sad sack. Oh yeah, and really um, Juliet Lewis playing not quite as trashy character as she normally plays. And a kid a little bit trashy fish to death. Oh yeah, yeah. That was super. That was a that was a thread that was left unresolved. Yeah, well, it was barely mm-hmm. a movie. It was barely <laughs> a movie. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed watching it with you. you yeah, Defo. And I can't remember what we're covering next. We did decide. It's gone out of my oh, head. Oh, we're gonna. Something. It's a pot-themed uh, movie. Maybe. Oh, Amy, yeah. You should. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe. Kind of your bag. Yeah, I um, high life. Is that? Yeah, your big pothead tummy. Yeah, huge. Yeah, massive. Oh, high life. It's not surprisingly, there's like three movies named High Life. But uh, looks like Timothy Oliphant is wearing like a, a knit cap and <laughs> has like, a scraggly beard, and he probably looks like a stoner of some sort. So that should be fun. Nice. I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. That's, I think that's our Labor Day podcast. So check Ooh. us out at podcast.com. Here's a here's a picture of uh, Timmy O in that movie. <laughs> Timmy O, yo, yo. That's a look. Never a fan of the stoner look. You're, you're okay with the stoner look? Is that what you said? No, I said I'm not a fan. You're not a fan. Okay. Oh. Yeah, nobody likes that stoner look where you look all oh. scraggly, like you're not wearing shoes, like you look like a real bum. <laughs> yeah. Or, or happily like, junkies get- plan to rob a bank. Yeah. That's the movie. We're running out of Timothy Oliphant movies. <laughs> I don't know. How no, we still got but... we still got Hitman and Dreamcatcher. Nobody's bald in that, and we already did Dreamcatcher. And we, we can do go. Him. I don't want to go. Yeah. He's Alrighty. in movies, but he's like a small, small role. We've got that. Movies. I am and number four alien crap. That one and Die Hard. Yeah. Anyway, you could just do like a compilation of all his small parts. <laughs> in just movies, like just just those scenes, <laughs> just a yeah. grand grand finale. Yeah, <laughs> like a like a fireworks finale when they just shoot everything else <laughs> off that they've been holding on to. <laughs> exactly. 
right. Well. Um, anything else, guys, for this episode of uh, Quantum Leap? No? All right, cool. Nope. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye. bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com. Send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast. And you can find us on Facebook under Calavici Fashioncast. You can find me on the Ramjack Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S. You can find me on the Defenders Podcast and Twitter and Etsy at MayaFire. You can also find me on the Defenders podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster. Man, I'll do the best I can to make